hope to see you all, and we're glad you're here this morning. Let us now prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Gracious and holy God, give us diligence to seek you, wisdom to perceive you, and patience to wait for you.
all this morning. So I got something, felt something that may seem a little strange to buy. I bought a can of air. Why would I buy a can of air? Anybody know? You know, you can like clean your keyboard with it or spray some air out. So y'all want to see the air? You can't see. You don't see the air. You think they sold me an empty can? Let's see. Oh, I can, I can feel the air. You, you, do, you just, do you believe me that there's air there? You did? Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of wanted y'all to say no. All right. Yeah, everybody can feel the air. And I also have 
an air hedge for you to remind you the air is there and God is always there too. All right, let's see. If I don't have enough in this bag, I have more inside and I will run go get more. All right. Airhead for everybody. Whoop, sorry. All I have is red.
you heard earlier, um, today is the day within the life of our church where we celebrate our confirmants. Confirmation um, is this intentional time of teaching, of conversation, of asking questions um, with the hope uh, that those young people that go through this process in the end will profess their faith, either choosing baptism if they haven't been baptized or confirming the faith promises made at their baptism um, and joining the church. Now normally, in a normal year, when we do this, uh, I plan Confirmation Sunday on Baptism of the Lord Day, um, early January. It's a fitting day, um, celebrating and rejoicing with the young people in our church who've chosen to dive into the waters with Jesus and take on this lifelong journey of faith. But this is not a normal year. So this has kind of been kicked down the road and put off many times. So I went to the lectionary reading for today, and the more I read it, the more I reflected upon the story for this day, a story that always falls on the Sunday following Easter day, the story of the disciples kind of sitting around post-crucifixion and resurrection and kind of thinking, now what? The story of Thomas, who knew Jesus, who knows Jesus, but is still struggling to believe, struggling to figure out those next steps. The more I entered this story, the more I came to think, you know, what a perfect story for Confirmation Sunday. So I invite you to hear now from John 20, verses 19 through 31. It's a story um, that immediately follows the resurrection story at the empty tomb. It's later that same day. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails in my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
We began Holy Week together, joining here on the lawn for Palm Sunday to listen to the children as they helped us meet some of the characters of Holy Week. And what I told you then was that I hoped what we all walked away with, what we all carried with us as we moved through Holy Week, was a reminder, yes, of the sacrificial servanthood of Jesus Christ, but also of all those individuals who, like us, were just walking through life the best they could, just trying to figure out who this Jesus was, what his life and his death meant. Some struggled. Some came broken. Some thought they had it figured out and find out, found out they didn't. Some wanted Jesus to be something Jesus wasn't. And some just sat in gratitude at the feet of Jesus, knowing Jesus was enough. And you know what? None of this just dramatically changed after the empty tomb was found. No, this story, yes, of Jesus, but also of individuals just walking through life the best they could, continued. Some still struggled. Some still came broken. Some still thought they had it all figured out only to find out they didn't. Some still wanted Jesus to be something Jesus wasn't. And some still just sat at the feet of Jesus in gratitude, knowing Jesus was enough. Some, as today's reading says, sat behind locked doors because they were afraid. And one said, no, I don't believe what you say. I need more. So thinking of all of these characters, I think we can safely say that Confirmation Sunday is not a Sunday where we say, well, these young people have chosen to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and to commit to being full members of the church. And that is that as if somehow a box has been checked and it will be smooth sailing from here. Nope, it's kind of a Sunday that contradicts itself because on the one hand, the message we hope these compromands receive, the message we receive is yes, it is as simple as do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes? Well then, done. That's it. Grace abounds. Nothing required, nothing demanded, nothing you could even do. God's love and acceptance is, she'll be in confirmation one day. God's love and acceptance is just there. But on the other hand, we also acknowledge it really isn't that simple because we have these stories all throughout scripture of people of faith just trying to live their faith. Because the truth is, we all meet Jesus in different ways and in different times in our lives. We all need a little something different from Jesus at different times in our lives. Sometimes we do struggle. Sometimes we do come broken. Sometimes we think we have it figured out only to find out we don't. Sometimes we want Jesus to be something Jesus isn't. And sometimes, hopefully, 
hopefully we do just sit in gratitude at the feet of Jesus, knowing that Jesus is enough. One of my favorite things about my job is being able to walk through confirmation with the young people of our church and watching them learn and grow and ask questions. Now, apparently, at the youth retreat last weekend, they were doing some Bible work. They had to find a particular passage in the Bible, and a few were struggling to find, you know, the right book, the right testament, the right place in the Bible. And a couple of youth from the previous confirmation class, well, they easily and quickly found the right page in the right book, in the right testament. And they saw these younger ones struggling to find the right place. And one of them made the statement, just go to the table of contents. That's the best thing I learned in confirmation. <laughs> now I hope, I hope they have learned more important things than that. But I do have to give it to this group. Um, what a year to go through confirmation. They went through a lot. Three months of gathering in the worship center, sitting six feet apart, wearing masks. They didn't get their normal retreat experience. They didn't even get their celebratory brunch that we usually have on this day. They didn't get to play as many games. But they showed up. They listened most of the time. They participated. They gave their sarcastic, ridiculous answers to questions that I have come to expect when I ask middle schoolers questions. Although I didn't get Fortnite as an answer this time around. That was the answer to everything for the last confirmation class. What I celebrate with them and for them today, what I am excited about and excited to see is yes, they have chosen to confirm the faith promises made at their baptism. One, choosing baptism. They are choosing to join the church. But they have chosen to dive into this faith story. Allow it to be their story. To write their own chapters. We celebrate that they are joining all those countless named and unnamed persons in scripture and throughout Christian history who were just trying to walk through a life of faith as best they could. Trying to figure out who this Jesus was, what his life, his death, his resurrection meant for them and for the world that God created. The end of our reading in the Gospel of John says this, now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you might, so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. Come to believe, and through believing, have life. That word to believe, the Greek root of to believe simply means to give one's heart to. Today, these young people confirm, as they confirm their faith, we give thanks that faith for them, for us, well, it's not a set of rules to be followed. It's not a test we have to pass. 
it's not a scale weighing out the good versus the bad. It simply means giving our heart to Jesus Christ and then walking through a life of faith as best we can. We will struggle. We will at some point have breaking points. We will think we have it all figured out only to find out we don't. We will want Jesus to be something Jesus isn't. And hopefully, at least some of the time, we will just sit in gratitude at the feet of Jesus, knowing that Jesus is enough. This is our story. This is our song. May it be so. Amen. All right, I got to get my mask back on, so give me a second. So as they come forward, um, we're going to move back and forth from your insert to some places you'll see in your bulletin confirmation. Just hang tight. I'll call you up in a second. And family and mentors, um, it'll be obvious. Um, I'll tell you when you can come up to gather around your compromise in a little while. So if you will grab that insert and hang on to it, compromise, you'll need your mask and your insert when you come up. But we shall begin. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through confirmation, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge what God is doing for us, and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. So now I would like to present to you um, our candidates. So as you hear your name, bring your mask and your insert, and y'all can just make your way up to the front. Christopher Michael Collins, Jr., Madden Douglas McKenzie Brown, Davis Allen Flowers, Emily K. Kirk, Carly Hope Long, Zachary Elijah Miller, and Connor Joseph Nichols. Yeah, just make a line over there. So you've got your little insert. Turn it to the renunciation of faith and professional faith part. Remember when we sat at those tables and we talked about the words renounce, reject, repent, resist? This is when you get to choose into living into those words. And you got mask on, so you're really going to have to project, okay? So that we know that you're, that you're answering. So on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? If so, say, I do. I do. do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, say, I do. I do. do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord? in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? If so, say, I do. 
according to the grace given you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? If so, say, I will. Parents and sponsors for these compromands, will you who sponsor these candidates support and encourage them in their Christian life? If so, say, we will. Do you, as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? If so, say, we do. And there's one that got left off. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include these persons now before you in your care? If so, say, we will. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. This is you too. Y'all can speak too. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, the only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born in the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and buried. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. All right, I'm going to get. Y'all go that way, y'all can sit there. I think y'all can go on that side of the table for me. Christian, maybe that way. Maybe a little bit further. A little bit further. Keep going. Keep going. I got to get right here. Thank you. Let us join together in the thanksgiving over the water. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those in the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children, you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John, anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit, and by this gift of water, call to our remembrance the grace declared to us in our baptism. For you have washed away our sins and you clothed us with righteousness throughout our lives, that dying and rising with Christ, we may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. All right. So, Christopher, I want you to come up right here for me. I'm going to go ahead and invite Christopher's parents and family and uh, whoever wants to come up for him to come up and um, Madden's to go ahead and stand over here. And when Christopher's parents go sit down, Davis's family and mentor can come up and stand with him. We're trying to stay one ahead. So Madden's family, mentor, and whoever is coming up for him, come on up. And Christopher's family can come join him right here. Can you know that? 
that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. All right, Connor and Connor's family and sponsors. Connor, Joseph, Nichols, remember your baptism and be thankful. Everybody place an hand. May the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. All right, y'all don't go anywhere. We're not done with you yet. So you have professed your faith in Jesus Christ and your desire to be a disciple and follower of Jesus Christ. So I have one more question. Will you make this your church family, allowing the people of this church to love and care for you as together we welcome, grow, serve, and celebrate serving God with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness? If so, say we will. And I invite you to turn again to your insert. Members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love. As members together with you in the body of Christ, and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. The God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ Jesus, establish you and strengthen you, that you may live in grace and peace. Let's give them a hand. Are you glad it's over? Be careful how you answer. Um, you can have a seat at the end. There is a little table with surprise, with a little surprise for you and a gift for you and a little video we made of the past two years. So y'all can go have a seat and we'll join together in prayer as we close out. out today in a time of prayer. We will remember them, remember all those among us who are sick or hurting, and remember those who simply still seek um, a faith family uh, to, to live out their own struggles and questions and brokenness, and maybe even just to find a safe place to sit at the feet of Jesus. Um, part of the prayer, or the beginning of the prayer, will be a gift I have for the confirmants. The last confirmation class got this as well. It's called the Pilgrim's Prayer. And it's a prayer that I encountered when I was walking the um, Camino. It's a spiritual journey, faith, uh, spiritual walk in Spain. Um, and I love what it says. It's about saying that, you know, if you go through all of this, 
and that somehow your life doesn't change, that you're not opened up to more, um, then you've really arrived nowhere at the end. So a prayer for them to put, um, it's a little magnet they can put and keep with them. But this is how we will open in prayer, and then I will close this. Hear these words. Although I may have traveled all the roads, crossed mountains and valleys from east to west, if I have not discovered the freedom to be myself, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have shared all my possessions with people of other languages and cultures, made friends with pilgrims of a thousand paths, or shared dwellings with saints and princes, if I am not capable of forgiving my neighbor tomorrow, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have carried my pack from beginning to end and waited for every pilgrim in need of encouragement or given my bed to one who arrived later than I, if upon returning to my home and work, I am not able to create fellowship or to make happiness, peace, and unity, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have had food and water each day and enjoyed a roof and shower every night, or may have had my injuries well attended, if I have not discovered in all that the love of God, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have seen all the monuments and contemplated the best sunsets, although I may have learned a greeting in every language or tested the clean water from every fountain, if I have not discovered who is the author of so much beauty and so much peace, I have arrived nowhere. If from today I do not continue walking on your path, searching and living according to what I have learned, if from today I do not see in every person, friend or foe, a companion on the journey, if from today I cannot recognize God, the God of Jesus of Nazareth, as the one God of my life, I have arrived nowhere. Let us pray. God, we do give thanks that our faith journey is a journey with its own ups and downs, its own winding roads, and its own feeling in different times and places. We give thanks for Jesus, whose life showed us a God who is love, and whose sacrificial servanthood challenges us to live a life of love. We give thanks for these compromands who have come forth today to confirm their faith, to join this church, to be a part of this great faith story. May your spirit indeed walk with them, among them, with them. God, this day as we gather, we do remember those um, within our midst who are struggling from sickness or hurt. May your Holy Spirit be a comfort and a presence and a strength. We pray for those who seek a safe place to simply find a community, to ask questions, to be part of a group, to see you in the world. May we be that safe space for any and all who are seeking to see your love in us, and in your world. As we go forth this week, help us to trust and believe that you go with us, that what you offer us is peace. And now we lift up all of this in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
As we sing our closing hymn, Compromise, listen to my voice. I'm going to invite you to come back up during the <laughs> hymn so that the people of the church can come forward. And I hope you will, at the close of the service, come forward and greet our Compromise and our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and a reminder, there's a little video over here if you want to watch it. It's about two minutes of the, of the past two years. Um, they look like babies two years ago. You want to go see some of those fun pictures. Um, and a little gift for them. So during the hymn, compliments, come on back up and stand up here so they can greet you after the service is over. so we do need your reservations so call us this week or tell us today and, and make that reservation well, tell us today we won't remember <laughs> Rebecca will <laughs> um, and do remember the offering basket uh, that is over here um, on, on the stool to support the missions and ministries of, that continue as we are away continue through Parkway Hills United Methodist Church support those. And now receive this benediction. Go forth now, always and everywhere, be loving to each other, to be loving to friend, neighbor, stranger, the needy, family, and even those whom we don't like. 
Be helpful and compassionate to all everywhere. Be thankful now and always for the promise of eternal life. For this is our story. This is our song. Go in God's peace. Amen. Amen.